What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We in the Fight Club. We breaking down two cards for y'all this today. We got the Shakur Stevenson versus. Oh, sorry, Shakur Stevenson. Trying to pull up his first name. Shakur Stevenson versus Shakurio Yoshina. This is Shakur's debut at 135 with the co-main event of Big Baby Anderson versus George Arias and Keyshawn Davis versus Anthony Yigit and Bruce Shushu Carrington on the prelims. And, of course, we've got another card for y'all this uh, to break down. It's going to be Kenshiro Taraji versus Anthony Oskula for the WBC WBA Light Flyweight Championship over in Japan, bright and early for us Americans. And we got Takuma Inouye, very serial for the WBA Bantamweight. So let's get into it. I'm Paul Pickawinner. I'm joined with. What's going on, man? It's Marcus Primetime Penley. All right. Do you want to start off with the, the Asian boys off in Japan right now? Early in the morning fight for us Americans? Or do you want to get into Shakur first? Um, yeah, let's, let, let's jump into the, the Japanese guys. All right. Shit. So. Card is gonna be in Tokyo, Japan, the Rocky Arena. I don't know what it's gonna be. Four a.m. in the morning for us. You said four in the morning. I think if, that, if I'm reading it right, it says four in the morning is when this shit starts. Fight time probably gonna be like five, six in the morning for the main eventers. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to catch that one. What? <laughs> so let's see. I'm gonna break it first. We got. I mean, let's just start from the top. We got. Kenshiro Taraji versus Anthony Oskula. Taraji 20 and 1, Skula 5 and 0. Oh. This is for the 108 World Light Flyweight title, WBC WBA, which uh, Taraji is defending. This fight's kind of crazy because it was supposed to be two other people, and getting a visa in Japan apparently is really hard, so they couldn't get the visa done. And so then it went to the next guy, and then it kind of fell into Oskuga's lap. And Oskuga and his team were, like, already training in Japan with Junto Nakatani. And he's fought enough, but he trains there a lot. So he was already there, and he was like, fuck it. I'll take the fight. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing. This isn't his weight class. He's actually, I think, really going down in weight. So different weight class. Been, so kind of just, you know, best, avail, best ability is availability. Homeboys of uh, they got him in there. Kind of super, I mean, 5-0, and oh, doesn't have much experience, but going to be a fun fight because... He said 5-0? and 5-0. Oh. And, oh, and he's going after a belt? Two belts right now, brother. What the fuck, man? That's that's how you know we're talking about some low weight classes. But but this, this is crazy because Taraji was 2021, homeboy got drinking, driving. Banned from boxing, right? Damn. <laughs> Comes back, and uh, not, not only did that happen, but he lost to Yabuki and lost his belt. Guys, verse loss. 2021 was not kind for that guy. And then afterwards, he came back after the boxing redemption. First thing he did is go after Yabuki, get the rematch, get the win, re- get the fucking belt uh, confidently. Then went after Haruto Gaiuchi who was the best light flyweight in the world at the time that no, like undoubtedly went after him last year. I don't know if you remember, this is the last Asian cards from last year, like late last year. And it was like, he was the underdog in the fight and he unified the belts that night. He took the belt from Gaiuchi big. He was like a 
underdog to to Gaiucci, completely kick, uh, whooped his ass. He got one of the best jabs in the world. He's super light on his feet, strong right hand that can put you out. So that's uh, Taraji. I'm just going to call him Ken Shiro because that, that's his first name, Ken Shiro. Well, Skuga's still young, but he's a hard hitter from a weight class above, got super heavy hands. There's only a two-week notice for Ken Shiro, so he's been preparing for some crafty southpaw, which is not what a schoolgirl is at all. He's going to get on the inside. He's not going to step on. He's not going to step away. And people are, even though he's a big underdog here, I've, I've heard some people say that don't count him out this fight because uh, Ken Shiro went to America to uh, train and spar. This trainer wanted him, his promoter, they wanted to get him to America. They want him to train, see how Mexican boxers were, American boxers, go go test the, his uh, feet over here. They said he had a tough time. They said he did, that they hit hard, that the power tra- didn't translate as well. They're not as light on their feet. They more dig into their shots and they can take a hit. Like he didn't have a good time. He said, "You know who he sparred against? Mm. Anthony Ola Skuga, who is that's okay. why his team was like, oh, 'Oh, we'll take that fight. We see what he's right. doing sparring, and we like this.' Right. This is gonna be fun. This is gonna be fun. That's this is gonna be interesting. That's why, right, man. They say you go. You always gotta be ready, man. This is gonna. I don't know how. After hearing that, I'm, I kind of want to go for my American boy, but they're saying like. Taraji, the Mary, the amazing boy. Other than his one loss, which he went out and redeemed, and then he went out and fought literally the only other person. People were saying one A is Gaiuchi and Taraji was one B, and then Taraji went in there and beat the dog shit out of Gaiuchi, and like everyone was like, "Oh fuck, this this wasn't even right. a question on who was the best in the world." That's crazy. You put me on some game just now. Was the American to come in there, the big old American, big greasy American coming in and make it hard for him? That's a hard pick, man. You broke it down perfectly for me, too. I don't even know who to rock with. I will say the odds are saying Taraji. Uh, 92% of people are voting on Taraji. 8% got a school gun. It's a two-week notice. But he was training with Junto Nakatani. Uh, for right. Jesus' upcoming fight on the Loma card, so, yeah, but look, but the two the two week notice could also help him. Like you know what I'm saying, it could also be in his favor because other dude he wasn't preparing for him. You know what I'm saying. So as long as he's coming in shape and ready for a war, anything's possible. Yeah, I'm actually gonna rival Skuga as the underdog just because I feel like. You know, in a fight where everyone's counting out somebody, and you're just right, like, just like kind of writing him off already. Yeah, like bro, it's not it's not that one sided now. Like y'all, like there's a full story, and then that's how I'm feeling about with school gun, bro. I think they how confident his team was in camp to be like, oh, we'll take that fight, and they saw what they saw in sparring. Yeah, especially to take that fight with two weeks, they definitely they definitely feel that they could win that fight. And then uh, Takuma, Takuma Inoue versus Labario Solis should be a fun fight. Solis is, is a super vet. He's been he went pro in two thousand, very consistent. Right. But went pro in two thousand. 
Very uh, that's consistent. Like, that's like when Mayweather was winning like rookie of the year shit. Like what the fuck? That's a long ass time ago. Yeah, bro. It's like I was born in '98. This motherfucker was already pro by the time I was two. <laughs> that is crazy. He's fought in Japan before. He's won in Japan before. So he's been this isn't gonna be some new shit to him. He keeps staying very competitive, even at his age. He's a very consistent guy. And he's fine. But anyways, little brother arguably could have been a band and weight champion already because he has the talent. But his older brother. And, uh, the demon himself, anyway, was was already gonna, trying to go for undisputed, so he wasn't gonna take, he wasn't gonna do that. So he moved up to super bantamweight weight and won a couple fights there, and then now he's coming back down. Now that anyways moved up, and now he's fighting for a vacant. Now it's his turn to shine. I don't know how Saul actually... is the pick for a belt, but I mean, fuck it, just give him an old ass bet. Right, let him let let the let the dogs eat, man. But yeah, his brother is real for that, man. Now he's gonna be able to shine while other while his older broski's doing his thing. That's real. Do you think so they, I, I don't have a brother, but in boxing, do you think so? I know how Charlos are, right? But then there's like other people like uh Josh Franco and Bam. Like there's other brothers yeah. that coexist are happy for each other, but do you think there's like that whole like shadow thing, like living in the shadow of somebody? Like, do you think like the younger brother, like, would ever be like, I want to make a name for myself type shit? Like, fuck all. Like, that's how I be feeling. Like, that's how I feel. He probably feels like he he could have been champion by now, but he he's kind of yeah. No, that's definitely probably forward. how he feels. Also, I feel like the, the guys like that that do feel like that, you gotta go out there and do it. Don't sit here and like live under someone. Or like um, David Benavidez, he made a name for himself when his older brother was the guy, you know what I'm saying? So like, you got to go out there and get it yourself. And it looks like that's what little Inoue is doing. Yeah, and uh, about to go fight for a title in a fight that he probably couldn't win. I, I want to see him get a This knockout. will be my first time watching him fight. I haven't really, I haven't seen him fight for real. I'm going for a knockout, and he's he's usually on the undercard of anyway. So this is his first fight, really, that's not on the undercard of his brother. So I just feel like he's trying to, like, exactly said, make a name for himself. It's not just one anyway now. Right. Uh, so I I like him, and I especially like him by knockout. Uh, Soros, uh, Libero, like, he's been knocked down a lot. He's He's been chinned. Like, he's he's older fighter. He's just, this happens. And anyway, he's going to be in his hometown doing his thing. Not his hometown, but home country doing his thing. And the right. last thing before we head out on this card, I wanted to shout out was there's a superstar in the making on this card. Super Japan kickboxer, Tenshin Nasukawa is making his pro boxing debut. And they were saying he's such a big deal over there that when this fight, when, for this press conference, every question was for Tenshin Nasu, uh, Nasukawa. This kickboxer is legit, like champion, world-class talent, and now he's making his boxing debut. And they, they're saying they're, don't be surprised when he comes to America. Don't be surprised right. when he gets pushed to the superstar level like that because he already has the Japan fans, like, at his yeah, them, them Japanese fans, they'll, they'll ride with you, man. They'll, on, come, they'll show up. Poster. 
it's separated into three things. A third of it is the main event, Taraji versus Oscuga, and Inoue versus Solis. Fucking the whole middle is Tenshin Natsukawa's debut. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how big of a deal, apparently. Just his face, too. Like, his whole, like, I'm like, Brett, like, apparently, this, let's be on the lookout for this this motherfucker. Nah, right? that's dope. Nah, now I gotta be tuned in. That boy, I love when we see the superstars making a name early before they're big, especially over there. It takes a while for Americans to catch on, so it's it's cool to catch on early. Yeah, 0-0 right now. He's going to go out there and get the dub. I'm probably going to tune in at 4 in the morning for this, bro. I'm not going to lie. I'm yeah, gonna be- I, I, I'm, now, now that we've talked about it, I might have to definitely going to set the alarms, get, get my morning work, and come back and watch some fights. And then, of course, now we spent some time on that one. We got to talk to Shakur Stevenson card. Oh, did we already talk to Shakur Stevenson? No, nah, no, nah, we didn't. Oh, okay, yeah. Shakur Stevenson's taking on that boy, Shakiro Yoshina. Honestly, should be a, a, like a, a really good fucking great fight that a lot of people are sleeping on. Shakur's debut at 135. He failed to make weight at 130 in the Al fight. But he was getting big anyway. Dropped the belt, won the fight. Now he's here. And Yoshina Powell had a hell of a year in 2022 when he beat world champion Massimo Iko on the Triple G Murata undercard. And absolutely beat the dog shit out of him. Cut him up so bad. Left him swelled, bruised. That they went to the, they had a, they stopped the fight to go to the scorecard because how cut, how bad his cuts were. He won the fight. Then went on a fight right afterwards. Masho, Masho, Masho Nakatani who is known for his fight against Loma, known for his fight against Tiofimo, a world-class talent come, that came out of Japan, pretty big for the 135ers, and Yoshina didn't flinch, didn't beat, sparked him as well. And Nakatani Loki is friends with Masuhima Iko, so it was kind of like he wanted to get vengeance for, for the way he beat his homeboy, but he beat be both of the friends with that kind of fight against him. So Shakur Stevenson's debut, I just want to put on some credit for Yoshina because a lot of people, especially on Twitter, are talking down on that on a homeboy. And we really could have seen Shakur fight some gatekeeper that no one gives a fuck about at this point in their career. Instead, he's fighting an undefeated prime boxer that you just happen to not know about. You're a casual. I'm sorry. Go to go. Yeah, facts. I feel like I feel like not like it sucks, but it's probably due to him being an Asian fighter and why people over here trying to talk shit because they just don't know the guy or whatever the case is but dude's undefeated dude i, I think 16 like you said 16 or whatever and i think he has like 12 knockouts so i mean he's got popping in, in the man so it's gonna be interesting that to see uh shakur his first fight at 135 coming coming up tough fighter but one thing i want to see out of shakur man i i, I do want to see uh a, a performance, man. Like I want to see a stoppage. I want to see Shakur. I want to see hands. Shakur getting a stoppage now. No, I I need a Shakur stoppage. He got the dog in him, and we we all know Shakur can go out and box anyone's head off for fifteen rounds. Like he, he we know he got that ability, and um, and he won't get touched doing it. But I do want to see him now. He's going coming up in this one thirty five division. Is he gonna be able to? 
go after someone, get a stoppage when he needs to get a stoppage, like turn on that killer mode. And like, he has it mentally, but like, since he's such a, like a pure boxer, you know what I mean? Like, I want to see him go out there on some dog shit and like <laughs> fucking go take this dude's head off type shit. I know it's not his like complete style, but I know he got it in him, bro. He be, he's out here sparring Terrence Crawford every day, damn near. So I know he got that in him. I would love for him to put out a performance like that and letting guys like Devin Haney, letting guys like Tank know, like, okay, look, I'm here at 135. This is gonna be my division. So I wanna see, I wanna see a big performance. It's gonna be a tough fight though. So it could go the distance, knowing Shakur, but I, I got Shakur either way, obviously, but I do want to see a big performance. Or, like, even if he doesn't get, like, a knockout or a, uh, whatever, a TKO, like, I want to see him just putting the paws on, dude. I need to see it. Yeah, I mean, like, ask Oscar Valdez, who's a world champion in his own right. Like, you, like Shakur is completely – I don't think you can give a boxing round to Valdez in that fight. Like, Shakur is absolutely – oh yeah man that was beautiful like that was like world like, like they were doing like, two different sports in the fucking ring bro like it was yeah literally it was absolutely insane but that's just the level he's on he's, he's generational talent he's one of one he, he cannot hype him up enough like even the casual fans know who Shakur Stevenson is like Shakur is gonna be that guy in box the face of boxing Ar- arguably arguably the best boxer in the world right now and if Yoshino, that's why I hate it for Yoshino, because I feel like Yoshino was to go fight Jermaine Franklin, Williams and Pita, uh, probably not the Hanks and Garcias of the world, but against a George Cambosas, I think he honestly probably would win or has a like has a, there's a good 50-50 fights. Like the, but just the fact that he's gonna go up against a generational talent Shakur, it's just not his it's not his luck. I'm happy that he's getting a, a big stage to put his name out there, and maybe he can go in there and show. Because if 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 he looks but, good in this fight and can land, like the one thing is like Oscar Valdez has power and has pop, but he just couldn't land. He just was not. He could not judge the distance the way Shakur can. And if if he does that to Yoshino, it will make Yoshino's stock go down probably. But like if Yoshino could go out there and at least land shots and get into brawls and actually make the fight somewhat competitive in rounds. After Oscar Valdez, who's a unified, who was a unified champion, couldn't do that. I think it, it would show a lot for Yoshino's to the to the average. It, it could also raise his stock. Well, it will raise his stock price. I mean, depending. I can't say will, but it could be kind of like an Isaac Cruz type situation where like no one was really knowing who Cruz was going into the tank fight, kind of talking shit until you seen that boy come out there and put on a a great performance. Clearly the boy was working in camp. I don't think he, the dude lands as much as Cruz did on tank, but you seen what that did for Cruz after that fight and raising his stock, even with taking the L and now Cruz has a bigger name. Cruz gets probably a little bit more money on his paychecks despite taking that L against tank. So, I mean, either way, this could be a win-win for this dude. Yeah, and then uh, onto our got to kind of wrap things up here. We've been the, the boxing was just so fucking deep this weekend, bro. Yeah, nah, this the, you don't get these weekends much, man. Yeah, a special weekend of boxing, and literally you can start early in Japan, and then all day you have something. You watch fights up to fucking twenty four hours of fights. Uh, but Jared Anderson, big baby, going against George Aris, both undefeated here. Knockout. So, yeah, knockout. I mean, every. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know he's on knockout streak, but what is it? One, two, three, four, four straight, five straight second round knockouts. 
for Big Baby. George Arias good, coming off two split decisions. I mean, he's 18 and one. I mean, 18 and 0, but he's 31 years old, kind of older now. I don't know if he's going to be able to keep. I know he won't be able to keep up. Big Baby's like four and a half inches taller, got like a five inch reach advantage. He's just a specimen of a human because he can move so fucking fast. And I can't wait for him to get these fights out of the way so that he can go up there and challenge the Parkers, the Joyce, the Zongs. I go up there and really showcase that. Like, cause he, he's going to be too fast for any of these motherfuckers. And, it, and I mean, other than Joyce, Joyce can keep up. But it's going to be just a great fight, so nonetheless. Like, he he's is a very fast and skilled, big ass dude. With so much pop, bro. Like, he's like Deontay Wilder if he, if he boxed younger almost, bro. Or he's like a big ass Shakur. Yeah, big ass Shakur, bro. That's just scary to think about, right? I like him <laughs> yeah, to beat a gorilla in a fight. Like if a gorilla was coming at me, I would want Big Baby as my, my person to pick fight for me. No, no cap. Big Baby is definitely hopefully the next great. Uh, I'm not even gonna say great. I don't. I gotta stop doing that. Hopefully he's the next American world champ, man. Like a good world champ. Wilder was a. Our most recent one. Um, hopefully, Big Baby can do it again. Do it for us. Um, I've been watching dude since he was like three and zero, so like he's coming a long way. But it is like you said, it's time for him to take that next step and start fighting these top contenders. I think this is the last one before that because eighteen and no George Arias ain't no slouch, but it's just like I think this is the bridge that's gonna right. Definitely no sludge, but depending on like he goes out there and gets a and he just fucking whopping dude all over the ring and just looking good. Fourth like, round knockout. Yeah, like, he's getting these, like, how he's been looking. Then, yeah, dude needs to start, get him in the, start finding these, like, what, top 10 heavyweights? Like, start getting these names in, especially before maybe the real, like, top, top guys start to kind of fade away, you know what I mean? Before it's yeah. really too late. Maybe Big Baby can get in there. He's still so young, but Maybe you can get in there and get one of these bigger name guys or whatever. But I'm interested to see because, like, the heavyweight division got juicy again the past, like, five years. It got it got, it got got interesting with Joshua, Wilder, Usyk, Fury. So it, now Joyce is on the come up. But it, it, it's going it's, – we're at that point, though, where it's going to take a – change where you got guys are getting older you want we won't see wilder as much we're not going to see fury as much joshua i mean he looked decent in this last fight but dude is talking about if he loses again he's retiring so i don't know what the fuck he got going on so i want to see big baby take over this heavyweight class pretty soon in the next year or so yes sir co-sign that one and then I mean bright future on a lot of these fighters here. The last two one we're gonna hit on is Keyshawn Davis versus Anthony Yigit. Um uh, Keyshawn Davis 7-0. I mean, this is just another stepping stone in his career. Anthony Yigit, uh most notably known for losing to Roley uh back in uh, last year. So yeah, Roley Ramiro got a, a knockout in the seventh round over him. That was about as high as he went up to. He also lost to Ivan Bron Baron Chick. So like Keyshawn is that world-class talent. He's going to make another light work of homeboy. And, like, we're still waiting for the Keyshawn-Andy Cruz fight. <laughs> hey, man, Keyshawn's going to be different, bro. I just – I love seeing him. I mean, it's every fight, was he working on in camp? He's working with the best of the best. He's sparring Shakur. He's sparring Terrence Crawford. 
Like, it's just bound. It's a matter of time. It's ticking on the watch of when Keyshawn's going to be that guy. He's going to follow right into Shakur's footsteps. Shakur is going to be pound for pound. Keyshawn's going to be a pound for pound fighter. It's just a matter of time. Yeah, and then uh, Bruce Shushu Carrington's on the prelim. I'm surprised he's still on the prelim. But, I mean, yeah, he is only 6-0. But he's going against 9-0-1, Brandon Chambers. So he's going to go up against another young prospect himself. And Brandon Chambers, who's a – oh, he's not young. He's 36. Why the fuck he's only gotten why, – why? I want to see Shushu get that. Pretty sure his last fight was a KO, wasn't it? Wasn't it that mean? No, he got the Danvis. It was a, a – Tucker's the one that got the KO in their last fight on the same card. I swear I thought Shushu got a knockout. He got a knockout on um, the October card, but the descent, but when he fought in the not October, the June card. But his last unanimous. They just fight so damn. damn much that it's like it's hard to keep up. Sometimes. Yeah, I guess I'm just getting them mixed up with all the young bulls, man. There's so many of them. They're fighting every couple months. Shit crazy, bro. But it's funny how all these boys stick. They I mean they work in camp together, and it's cool that they go and get to shine together on the big stage. That's so dope. It's actually Bruce. Uh, this will be Bruce's second fight of the year already, and we're only in April. This will be a second fight of the year. Shoe shoes. Keyshawn's also. Uh, no, this is Keyshawn's first fight of the year. It was supposed to be Keyshawn's second though. Cause I think then he get. Uh, he didn't fight. In one of the cards earlier. Oh shit! But honestly, I can't. I'm excited for every fucking. We got the Shakur Stevenson, Yoshino, Jared Anderson, George Arias, Keyshawn Davis, Bruce Shushu, then Ken Shiro Taraji versus Anthony uh, Skuga. Fuck it, like fucking then Fedora Mendoza, and then Bam versus Shikario Gonzalez. Like, this is going to be an exciting. Um, MJ Aquila versus Marlon Tapales. Like, all these episodes will be out at the same day. So, if you're watching this now, go watch the other episodes and the breakdowns of those fights. But, as always, this has been the Fight Club brought to you by Totally Blitz. These are your hosts. I'm Paul Pickle when I'm Contra. I'm joined with Marcus Primetime Penley. And we didn't mind telling y'all if y'all didn't know. But now y'all know, motherfuckers. Measurements plug here, let them in Passing out the medicines We've been on that rock star regimen Knowing that I'm heaven sent Higher than I ever been Oh